lost it. <laughs> Two things I don't want to worry about. Cease and desist and NDAs. Well, then just don't sleep with Vince McMahon and you'll be you're good. <laughs> All right, noted. I'll try. I'll try to. I'll try to steer away from that. All right. I mean, well, Grant, that's one way to make millions. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go ahead and get this shit kick started. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Gimmick Minute Wrestling Podcast. My name is Jason. I'm joined this week by Michael. Kevin decided he would rather go to sleep than record the podcast with us. We're not even re- recording that late either. He just... No, we're, if anything, we're on time. Yeah. Like, just... Had we not been chatting for the past like five, ten minutes, we would have probably would have started at ten. Yeah, right? So, so it sounds like he's just a little bitch. Yeah. Sleepy Kevin will go night-night. You know, whatever. <laughs> Gives a little blankie in his binky. <laughs> So I just been sitting here watching NXT. Did was Dynamite or yeah was uh, Dynamite? Dynamite on? Yeah, yeah. That's weird. why was it not on Title Tuesday? Two's, uh, I, I think uh, baseball. I think there's sports ball. Yeah, on, uh, on okay, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, Cleveland Guardians were in the MLB playoffs and they just shit the bed and choked today. So um, shocking. But anyway, yeah. So you got me, Jason. You also got Michael, and we're here this week. We're just gonna talk really about a few things. It probably won't be that long of a podcast. I'm dealing with kind of a tooth thing, so I don't want to talk for too long. But uh, while we're at it, you can follow us on your social medias. Just search Gimmick Minute on either YouTube or TikTok, or you can go to Twitter and type in at Live Your Gimmick. That's the at symbol followed by L I V Y O U R G I M M I C K. M O U S E. There it is. And then you can also um, basically leave us a five-star review. If you subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, you can also review us on Spotify. Sometimes I'll even post questions on our Spotify channel. So if you um, if you if you download the podcast via Spotify, make sure you check out those questions and answer them. And uh, overall, that's, I mean, it's honestly really about it for that. Um, yeah, so... No, Kevin. So it's just me and you. I, and, and you know, I was going to talk a little bit about, um, let's see, where do we leave off last week? We, we, we pretty much watched most of Monday Night Raw. I think we talked about the Bullet Club coming back. Um, yeah. And you, then, mean, you mean the, the OC? The sir. OC, sorry. The original club coming yes. back. The and, only club. Yeah. So then we had Dynamite, which, oh, my God. Okay, I, I guess first and foremost, if we're going to talk about Dynamite, MJF's promo on uh, Hangman had a good promo too, but mm-hmm. I, I'm gonna say that that was MJF's maybe top one or two promos he's ever done in his career. That's fair. I can give you that. Just just because Ooh. it was raw, it was very real, and he didn't rely on the gimmick on of naughty words. Yeah, saying bad words more than anything. I don't know. What do you think? I agree. I, I feel like. I feel like this MGF is different than the MGF we had before he had his fire me, you fucking Mark <laughs> tantrum. Well, you know, Jericho's like, turning him into a baby face, so. Right? <laughs> <laughs> fucking Jericho. <laughs> fucking talk about fucking Mark. Um, but yeah, like, he just seems more, I guess more professional, I guess is the way I want to I say it. Like, he seems like he's trying to frame himself to be a WWE guy. <laughs> Cause I, I feel like it really does. It feels like he knows that the way he was doing things while WWE is interested would not fly on WWE TV. So you'd have to pivot to be able to do it. And I feel like 
he's trying to be that guy either for the gimmick to run with the whole like you know the career the the contract you know uh, i don't know negotiations yeah. of 2024 the negotiation war of 2024 yeah or, yeah that's what he's calling it and that or uh if he genuinely is trying to pivot and make himself more marketable for WWE because he wants to go there which would make sense i don't blame him oh It'll make t- fucking totally night sense, and day yeah. different money yeah and, um, and, and you've become a bigger star yeah now i i can see that because he's like oh, i got about what a year <laughs> a year and yeah. some change to to make this transition um, no, that makes sense. I, I like I like that aspect. Either way, him do either either way, it, it still makes sense, and it's still been good character development. So I I'm 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 here for it. And uh, if he can keep cutting more promos like that, but Hangman's promo on Mox though was pretty good too. And, and Hangman, man, Hangman is all about the build. He can build you there. Like mm-hmm. he can talk you into the match. He can talk you into wanting to see him win. But even if he won, I still don't know what they would do with him because right now, even what they're doing with Mox, like yeah, they're putting him against Hangman, but outside of that, like they just they don't have that. Like I don't know, they're they're not they they don't have enough top stars. Yeah, they haven't built any of their homegrown talent, and all of the talent they've acquired is either locked up in the mid card or injured or Suspended. out on hiatus, waiting to find out if they still have a yeah. job. Yeah. So like they they've got like 10 of their top stars who can't be a part of things. So it's really Mox hangman. Um, Jericho, MJF, Jericho, Brian. Yeah. Brian. I mean, even he doesn't really seem to be like, they, they seem to be trying to use him to build the, the mid card guys. Yeah. Um, I mean, it seems like every champion's got to win over Brian at this point. Cause he didn't be, yeah. he, you know, he, didn't get the win on Jericho. He didn't get the win under Mox. He didn't get the win under Hangman. You know, he's had multiple opportunities at championships, and it doesn't matter if it's the ROA championship or the AEW championship. It's just not going that, yeah. that way for him. Like, nothing's believable with poor Brian anymore because, like, I'd be like, oh, you don't seem to win any of your matches Yeah, right. that matter. He's, uh, what was it they used to, who was it that they used to make fun of saying he'd always, he'd always lose, like, his statistic was he'd always lose the big match. Uh, there was someone that like in WWE that that was like Foley? a statistic they brought up. Maybe I thought there was someone else more recent though. Foley's whole thing. Have you? I don't know if you've ever listened to his podcast, but um, he calls himself Mister in Your House, and he said nobody mm-hmm. nobody excels more when it matters less. <laughs> <laughs> he even made a whole song about it, dude. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> That's that's funny. In your house, in your house. <laughs> anyway, all right. <laughs> yeah, so they have five top stars right now. That are go just for not it. around. Yeah. Everyone else, yeah, everyone else is. They're all tied up with other things, and and or have already faced Mox. So it's like, who gives a shit? Right. And oh, you could always dust off Lance Archer. <laughs> so that way, he could put over Mox too. Yeah. Right. Um, I mean, I feel like at this point what they need to do is they almost need, since they've got someone like Ethan Page seems to be really picking up steam. So they need yeah. someone who's going to get like an upset victory to beat Mox until the raid put the belt on MJF or something. Something to to boost someone up into that mid card because they're up from the mid card because right now they don't have anyone. Adam Cole's no, you're, you're may, right. not, may, may never come and, back. And Ethan, Ethan Page has the ability 
Oh yeah. To to talk his way into that situation too. So that would be a good. Yeah, he's 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 fucking gonna be a star one day, yeah. and I I am here for it. But they need to do something to somebody because they're mid card, while they have great matches. And they do build people. They're just not building them fast enough to keep up with it because they invested all this money in the fucking other company's talent. And here we are. Mm-hmm. Well, Tony Khan has so much money. He has enough money right? to buy like ten more rosters. So yeah, you know, it's it's keep everyone fine. in catering. Yeah. So it, speaking of Tony Khan, you had mentioned something, and I, I apparently didn't <laughs> see this, but you said something about Meltzer. Oh him. man! Oh man, Meltzer has turned he is heel turned on his lover oh no from another mother so, right, so i gotta hear this what happened on, on his little his little talk show his little radio show he basically said that he is upset with tony khan because he has not lived up to his promise to be transparent with the fans and treat fans with respect because he has not broken the silence over what, what happened with the 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 brawl out as everyone's calling it of cm punk and and biting biterson versus the elite um so he <laughs> essentially by the end of it said that he's not even you know living up to a like b level indie show as far as transparency because at least when they you know have someone who isn't going to be on the show they they put out a statement on the internet saying, "Hey, so and so's out for whatever reason, whether it's you know something they can say or don't want to share or whatever. They'll at least let you know." Versus, he has not by name said that Punk and the Bucks and Kenny Omega are suspended. It's all just come out via the dirt sheets. It's none of it has been officially announced from him. And this all kind of stemmed from he did an interview with. Tony Khan did an interview with some dude who's like apparently Ariel big... Hawani. Yeah, did it with yeah, and th- that interview yeah, and, did not and... go well. Like he basically, it basically was the equivalent of like Donald Trump pleading the fifth. Yeah, which yeah, is I fair because was... <laughs> the whole reason why he can't say anything is because there's there's legal problems right, right now. Like right. one of the two parties is clearly either pressing charges or suing the other party, and they can't. On top of that, they have to fear with their own legal issues, considering it's the fucking vice presidents of the company he got in a fight with an employee in the backstage area like of course he's not gonna be able to fucking say anything like i, right. I get there some people are oh he could have a lawyer write up a statement and then he's not liable well why why go through all that like it's it's out there people know what's going on yeah the casual viewer may not know all of this and and may be upset that like oh where's punk where's the bucks where's kenny and that's that's probably why their uh, ticket sales are down right now. Uh, granted, they were going down before All Out, but they're still dwindling more and more. Uh, but yeah, like he, there's only so much he he can legally do, and he doesn't really owe any of us an explanation mm-hmm. because it's not like the shows have been bad per se. So people aren't getting their money worth. It's just they invested so much in these people who are either injured or now out on suspension slash injury that they can't bring in those those big names to to be like, oh, yeah, tonight you're going to see CM Punk versus so-and-so. Or you're going to see Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks defend the trio title. Like, so I get the idea of, oh, 
people are upset because they don't want to buy tickets to go see people that aren't those big names okay mm. well then don't bitch and moan when tony khan buys up all the talent that WWE sold or like got rid of and didn't build up their own people if you're not going to support their own people right yeah hawani said that um he said that this is one of the most frustrating interviews of his career um mm-hmm. And he said he didn't want to answer anything. Uh, you come on here to promote X, Y, Z. Great. Uh, I'll play that dance with you. I did at the beginning, but you got to give us something. Um, not even tell me how you were feeling. He said, I, I'm not going to ask for specifics. All right, fine. But is Punk going to wrestle for you again? Is he coming back? You know, not even like answering that question, which well, that, that wouldn't have why anything. Why would he? That, that wouldn't have anything to do with the legal issue. That's just saying. No, but oh, like yeah, he, he's, he's not he's gonna... going to. You know, be... he, he he has to be careful though because let's be honest, if he does if he doesn't follow things by the book with the punk situation, he wants to get rid of punk. Punk will sue him yeah. without any doubt. So why would he even mention punk's name until everything is done? Yeah, yeah, I I don't know. It's it's interesting, and you know, and it sounds like Meltzer's a little butthurt that he's not getting the exclusive on it either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. I don't know, Tony. Tony's... He's not gonna get Booker of the Year. Yeah, this time. I was just gonna say that. He's like, oh, that Booker <laughs> of the Year is not not looking too good for him. Um, but yeah, uh, so I, I, don't, I don't like. I don't know why all these these pretentious. I'm not gonna say the word I want to say. Bitches on the internet think that dude owes them anything. They've done nothing for his company. They do nothing for him. They aren't on his payroll. They. He, they're just fucking fans who happen to have a popular fucking YouTube channel or radio show or podcast or whatever and are lucky enough that he even comes on their fucking show and talks to them. Yeah. Like, dude, be grateful that you have someone who's going to be a draw for your show. Come on. Like, yeah, he's not going to give you any of the juicy details, but then that's on you for not coming up with better fucking content and questions to ask him. That I mean, are related to but, something that happened two fucking months ago that we aren't going to get a solution for eight more months until Punk's fucking bicep or whatever it was he tore heals up. But, like, Ariel Hawani has, has – he's interviewed some very – like, he's worked for ESPN. Like, this guy has interviewed a lot of top people. He had mm-hmm. a very, very good interview with Triple H. And, you know, Triple H – Yeah, but my minor thing is that to... he, he fucking gave Triple H, like, softball questions just mm. asking him, like – normal things not asking like hey i hear your company's fucking imploding want to talk about those but, dudes who beat that, the shit out of each other and bit each other but wwe's not imploding right now he did yeah, a- but there's, he there's did other ask things him, going on in AEW that you could ask about he did he did ask him he did ask him about a couple of tough questions and he asked him about specific talent he asked him about specific talent like he asked him about sasha and naomi that's a pretty mm-hmm. toxic situation and he at least answered the question he didn't just say I refuse to comment. Now he gave yeah. like a very, he gave a very professional answer and said, look, I was like, you know, unfortunately there's a fracture there, you know, and when things like that happen, you, you hope that it can heal over time and you hope that a change of circumstances can, can help heal that. And, you know, bottom line is it's, it's not up to us anymore. It's up to her. If, it, you know, mm-hmm. if she feels that the, this is healed, then, then that's that then you know we'll we'll see if we can work something out like he answered it professionally he didn't say you know but outright that's a different situation it's really not though because that's, it is though no 100 is because here's what happened they were mad about the the creative and walked out yeah they didn't the vice anybody. presidents of the company got in a fight with an employee 
in the back after that employee threw them all under the bus vaguely. Vaguely? On some media stuff. It wasn't what? very vague. Oh, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't say them by name. He never once said the Bucks or Kenny Omega. <laughs> he said EVPs. They're the yes, only other EVPs in the company. There's three of them, so that could be anything. <laughs> I'm just saying, he did not say their, them by name. So in my book, that he at least he, he at least kept it vague. It could have been anybody. Um, but it's a huge different situation compared to your fucking EVPs getting in a fist fight backstage with an employee after that employee fucking buried a bunch of people on camera live and two people walking out on raw that's a night and day difference especially considering the star power alone i love sasha well correction i don't love her she she is a very popular person and is fantastic in the ring and good at her job but she is not at that level of stardom and like name power as cm punk or kenny omega yeah, I guess you, but I, I don't so, know. Like, I, it's not I just, the same scenario. I would say she's probably on the level star power <laughs> as Kenny Omega, if I'm being honest with you. I mean, maybe maybe because she, there's more eyes from WWE on her. Right, that's what I'm saying. Because it's because the casual viewers may know her more than they know Kenny Omega. But I'm saying, like, if a company was going to throw money at somebody, I, I all those three, I think she's unfortunately in third place. No, you're right. I, I don't know. I It is what it is. It's... It, but I, I still think, though, I did you actually watch the interview with Tony, though, and Ariel Hawani? I watched clips from it after I heard about it. I um, mean, he, he just seemed petulant. And I, I think that's maybe where it comes. That, that's where some of the problem is, at least be somewhat professional about it. Like he's acting like a child in, in some of that. And, that. and I think that's where I have the problem with it is you are you are the CEO of a company you're part owner of a NFL franchise, like grow the fuck up. Like, so, so here's the question we have to ask though, <laughs> because I don't, I'm almost positive that when people do these interviews, they're always like giving the interviewer a list of things that I will not talk about. So, I mean, Tony Khan might not have done that, but I, in every other scenario I've ever heard of someone like going on an interview with someone, especially if they have some shit going on, they'll be like, I don't want to talk about this. And that's how fucking drama happens on talk shows when the talk show tries to do it anyway, because it's the juicy thing they want to get ratings. So did he fucking go beyond like overstep and decide, no, I want to talk about this. No, and that's tiptoe around it. I mean, I, that's not any report that I've heard at all. So I, well, I don't, no, well, I, I mean, know, they're not going to fucking get that report because yeah. Tony Khan's not going to Tony Khan's on odds with his boyfriend. I feel like, uh, to, I feel like, Tony Khan so probably, of course we're not going to know. I feel like Tony Khan probably would say that in the interview. Like, no, I gave you a list of things to talk about and I told you, I didn't want to talk about this. Like, I, I, feel, know, I think, I feel I think like Tony Khan's problem is he, he, he wants to be professional, but he struggles at it. So I feel like he would probably just get pissy and not say something versus like making a scene or walking out. Like, yeah. I don't think he'd go f- full Robert Downey Jr. And be like, all right, we're done here. And like leave. Yeah. Maybe um, not. Yeah. You're probably right. But, Cause he just sat there while CM Punk was blasting his company. Yeah. Blasting at any point, at any point in time, he could have stopped Punk. Didn't, didn't say a fucking word. <laughs> yeah, wait, so wait a minute. Was... Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What? Austin theory could cash in an NXT. I mean, I guess. Why did he just cash in on the? No, but he's he's teasing it because Ilya Dragunov just kind of took it. They had a KO show to close out NXT, and mm-hmm. Dragunov ended up taking out both Breaker and McDonough, and then he he stood there with the title at the end, and then Theory came out. 
I so. mean, it's very possible because let's let's face it, it's a Triple H era. He, yeah, he, that's true. At one point, like he had NXT to the point where they were considering it a third brand, and it seems like that's his goal is to make it the third brand. NXT was pretty interesting tonight. They had um, so Core Jade and Raquel Gonzalez, or, or not Core Jade, not Raquel Gonzalez, Core Jade and um, oh my God, what is her name? Roxanne Perez are going to have a rematch at, at Halloween Havoc. So they, they each got to pick each other's opponent. So um, uh, um, what is her name? Cora Jade picked Rhea Ripley to be Perez's opponent, and then Perez picked Raquel Gonzalez to be uh, Cora Jade's opponent. So they had that. So Judgment Day was on. And then Cameron Grimes w- was looking for help with Joe Gacy's group Schism, so he recruited the OC on Raw. So they were on. And then um, Tony uh, uh, D'Angelo, he's dealing with a knee injury, so he has his uh, his his kind of underling stacks, and he's trying to test him. So he he picked his opponent. So they're standing in the ring, and he goes, "Who's my opponent?" And he goes, "All right, all right, I'm going to tell you who your opponent is." Right after this commercial break. <laughs> I, just, I don't know why that popped me so much, but it did. That's it was funny. it was like that, like uh, The Bachelor, like, all right, the final mm-hmm. rose goes, okay, we're going to commercial first. <laughs> yeah. But, like but then That's it funny. ended up being Shinsuke Nakamura. So that Ooh. was, you know, so we, we had some pretty. Uh, well, you have to keep in mind. Because AEW was on Tuesday, yeah, that's true. They had all the stops. Up, They're like, we're gonna up fuck the star them in the ass in the ratings. And <laughs> up the star power. That's funny. Mm-hmm. That is funny. I didn't even think but about hey, that. Anytime Triple H goes in an interview, it's not competition. We are for that piss ant <laughs> company. They they can they they beat our developmental. Congrats. It's like really. Then why the fuck are you fucking doing this so hard, bro? See, that's the thing. I don't think I don't think necessarily he's afraid of it. But I think no. I think I think he appreciates the competition to the fact mm-hmm. that he's not just going to roll over and let them come on. You know, okay, we switch nights. You can have Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. We took Tuesdays. But now if you're going to come in on Tuesday and, and step on our toes a little bit, we're going to throw out some big guns to fire back. Like, I, yeah. I can I, well, can I don't think that's a, that. their choice, though, because usually it's a TBS has something else going on and they get the fucking boot. Well, right, yeah, because in this Kinda case. Kind of like when Fox puts them on FS1. Yeah. But in this case, I mean, they could have taken, like, a pre-exemption. They could have taken, you know, they could have done just – or they could have gone to a different channel. They could have been on TNT instead of being on TBS. There's different things that they could have done, but – of course, I mean, it T- comes TNT down to, and TBS to Media, though. They don't I don't wanna, think that they don't want to counter program. Yeah, but oh well, it is it is what it is. At least we got a good NXT out of it. Like, and Halloween yeah. Havoc's coming up this weekend, and it's looking to be a pretty fun show. They got to spin the wheel, make the deal back. They introduced Shotzi as the host. So I don't know if you remember the last Halloween Havoc that Shotzi hosted. Oh yes, I do. <laughs> so looking forward to that. Um trying to think uh all right aw was there anything else of note i know the hangman promo the mock uh, with mox and then the mjf promo we talked about trying to think if there's anything else i mean the match i guess the heel turn at the end with um um daniel garcia sticking with jericho that was kind of out of nowhere so many people were so butthurt about that too and that's what made it made it even better i mean it was it was a great thing to do though because that kind of stuff is always so predictable. You always are like, oh, well, clearly, you know, he's having this torn feelings. He's going to side and, you know, turn face and mm-hmm. join the the fucking 
BBC or whatever the fuck they call themselves. It's not the um, BBC. It is the oh. BCC. Yeah, well, maybe they should go BBC. I don't know. Um, I feel like that's what MJF should call them instead of the, <laughs> the cuckold club. Um, but I, I just I, I think that was a, a smart move on there. It's it's a great swerve to was like oh after all that he's still sticking with Jericho. Like good on them. I, I'm yeah. here for it. Like I see why people would be upset because they were probably excited to see him. You know join his his childhood hero but no fuck that break the break the mold do something different i liked it yeah it was good i i just hope that um at the end of the day then hager gives him his hat back (laughs) it's a nice hat (laughs) like fucking hager just stand in the back it's an i love this hat like what the fuck dude he's getting a little excited about the hat (laughs) Um, um beyond that uh oh oh the 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 uh, fucking mark sterling copy or trademarking scissoring oh yeah so now we can't get scissor me daddy ass thing anymore yeah i kind of dig that i'm not gonna lie it was it's a clever story to tell i i do too and the other reason i like it though too is that because yeah it's over but that seems to be the type of thing that's gonna get really fucking old really quick so mm-hmm. why not cool it off a little bit and not allow it while it's, you know, yeah. while it's really hot? I think that's a smart idea, and that's that an way, interesting like, story. You can do it for like you know four to eight weeks or so, have this story play out, and at the end you get that big pop when they can finally do it. Right. Yeah, kind of like when uh, remember when uh, Brian joined the Wyatt family, mm-hmm. and then because it cooled off on the yes stuff and all that, but yeah. then when he turned in the cage and then he like stood on top of the cage and started doing the yes chance. Like that was a fucking goosebump moment. Like this, this, yeah. it, it, it really weirds me out to say that scissor me daddy will be one of those moments, but if they do it right, it's yep. going to be one of those. Moments. I don't know about you, but I want to get, I want to get uh goosebumps when someone screams scissor me daddy ass. Speaking of daddy ass, you know, we, the one thing we didn't talk about last week with Raw was the DX, uh, the the ending of the DX reunion, because I don't mm-hmm. think we, any of us had seen it yet by that point in time when we were recording. But I, I loved how they, I, I liked how they used DX throughout the show. It wasn't overwhelming. It mm-hmm. wasn't at the detriment to any other, like, young talent or anything like that. They had a fun segment with Miz with the whole Dexter Loomis thing when Road Dog booked the match and was like, am I allowed to do that? Um and um, but then at the end when they came out and did their thing, I thought that was fun. And uh, the way that uh, Road Dog handled Billy not being there by letting the crowd finish, and then Corey Graves spot on. It's like, yeah, I heard he's doing something with uh, with office supplies now. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get. I missed that. That's fantastic. <laughs> That's fucking great. He's doing yeah. some supplies now. Yeah, yeah, it was it was good. Like that was that was real good, and and you know that Michael Cole has been referencing shit from um, other wrestling companies all the time mm-hmm. now. Like he'll be like, "Oh, these two had a rivalry back in this company. These two mm-hmm. had a rivalry back." It's so weird to hear. Rick, WWE. He, always seemed, he was he was always that like fucking company man. So like to he was to allowed, yeah. Him, yeah, to think of him as the guy who's gonna now start fucking spewing statistics from other companies. It's just weird. 
Yeah, like hitting with like wrestling knowledge that you didn't even know the guy possessed. Like all yeah. of a sudden, and, and he, the funny thing is that he probably actually is like a genuine fan of it and just knows a lot of this. Yeah, and I'm sure some of it's being fed to him, but like it, it's it's just like it's just yeah, it's it's really jarring. Yeah, yeah. He starts mentioning like what he, what he mentioned uh, pro wrestling gorilla. He he mentioned ROH a couple of that like he's mentioned and I think they've even mentioned Impact a couple of times like he's like oh these, yeah like I I mean good for, good for them to finally everything except for AW that's, that's yeah. the line in the sand yeah but at the same time unless unless Cody's out there they don't really have anybody that they can reference AEW with I mean other than I guess I mean, Billy Billy would yeah, have been literally. that person but. But that wasn't Cole wasn't on the call for that though. That was True. still um, no, it was wrong raw. Yeah, that was that was the last raw that Corey Graves called, I think, because now he's just on SmackDown. Because Raw now is um, or no, never mind. Or wait, he's not on SmackDown. Never mind. No, he's on Raw. He's still That's on Raw. Like, yeah, because yeah. because it's uh, Wade Barrett with mm-hmm. with him. Yeah, so. It was one thing that was kind of weird about this week's episode is that uh, when Corbin came back with JBL, yeah, yeah, did you see that? <laughs> yeah, I was so confused. I'm like, because Corbin can cut a promo, so why does he need a mouthpiece? He left with JBL after he was kind of on a losing streak. Mm-hmm. Uh, JBL like was backstage at SmackDown and said, "Hey, why don't you come? Why don't you come join me or come come get in the limo with me?" And they pulled away. And then Corbin's been off TV ever since. That was probably like a month, month and a half ago. And then all of a sudden they showed up now because of the opening on raw, because Ray Mysterio switched to SmackDown, which mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of interesting doing it, doing that. Um, what'd you think of, uh, th- that's a good way to cool off that angle with Dom. Yeah. So that way you can have the payoff down the road and have them do the passing of the torch story or whatever they want to do at mania instead of having it to have be like right now you can build him up in the meantime and then you can have somewhere they they come across paths again in at the royal rumble or something and that's how yeah you that's why i was thinking that feud. that's why i was thinking too like maybe they they finally you know touch for the first time at the royal rumble or maybe oh. it's kind of teased that it's gonna Phrasing. happen let's use a different word than oh, touch speaking of, which, speaking of which how ironic is it that his name is dom but he is totally a sub <laughs> right <laughs> The only Dom in that relationship is Rhea. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, I, I yeah, the first time that they have a physical altercation or throw punches or throw hands will be at the Royal Rumble, or maybe yeah. that's the reason why one of them gets eliminated because they refuse to, or something along those lines. I don't know, but yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think I think keeping them apart till then is is smart. I like I like yeah. it, and Dominic can continue to like cut promos like he did this Monday. Where he, you know, kind of basically bashes his dad for leaving. You know, if they show up on SmackDown and cost him his Intercontinental Championship match, like that's too soon. Like, don't, yeah, don't do I that agree. yet. So, um, I will say though, that is, I may be wrong, but I could have swore in recent weeks, Dom said something along the lines of like the only person I'm calling Daddy now is Rhea or something. Oh like yeah, that. he definitely said that. He a hundred percent said that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was just like, damn, they fucking just acknowledging it. Yep. Okay. Yep. yep. I'm like so that's where we are. Cool. Yep. 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 And she like whispers in his ear every time they're on camera. Like she even did it tonight on NXT because mm-hmm. when because Judgment Day accompanied uh, Rhea to the ring, they got dude, they got a pop. 
holy shit. Oh, I bet. They got a like, loud ass is, is NXT. <laughs> yeah. Priest, Finn, Rhea, all of them are NXT. Yep. Yeah, they, they got a pop. When the music hit, they got a, a pop. But when all four of them showed up, it the place lit up. It was it was pretty impressive. Um, let's see. I'm trying to put in the... Uh, oh, yeah, and then... You know the did you, the whole Lashley and Lesnar thing this this Monday too. Oh yeah, crazy. Lashley fucking beat his ass. Yeah. All and right. At one point, Lashley fucking dragged his face across Lesnar's crotch. <laughs> I missed that. <laughs> yeah, when he when he fucking spears him through the fucking uh, barricade, they're laying there, and he's like trying to slowly get up, and he just drags his face across Lesnar's crotch. I'm just like, oh man, that's unfortunate. Yeah. <laughs> Oh God! Um, uh, let's see, and that's going to be a match at Crown Jewel, which I think yeah. we pretty much predicted that was going to happen. Oh, speaking of Crown Jewel, so interesting little thing. Um, apparently, that's going to conflict with uh, Carl Anderson supposed to have a match in New Japan that same day. Interesting. He's booked to defend his, his never wait title thing in New Japan on that day, and it's a sixteen hour flight between those two places so he can't make it in any way shape or form to to do both so like i'm curious how that plays out since uh, he did they announce had... them did they announce a match for crown jewel between the two teams yeah to my knowledge they have a graphic for it uh for the the oc versus judgment day at really? crown jewel yeah they i'm pretty sure they did that last night i could be wrong but i'm like 99 percent sure all right, I'm gonna go to. I'm pulling the card on Bleacher Report right now. Let's see what we got. Raw Women's Championship match: Bianca Belair, Becky. Crown Jewel 2015 match card predictions after Extreme Rules. Oh, this is match card predictions. So they don't have a they don't have an official card yet. Okay. Um. Big match revealed for Crown Jewel updated card. Undisputed Universal title: Logan Paul versus Roman Reigns. Uh, the OC: Styles, Gallows, Anderson versus Judgment Day: Balor, Priest, and Mysterio. Um, those are the only two that are on there. I don't know. On WWE's official website, the only match they have listed is Roman and Logan Paul. Well, okay, according to this, on Raw, Balor challenged the OC to a six-man tag team match at WWE Crown Jewel, and Styles accepted. Okay. All right. Well, I guess we'll have to see what ends up happening there. And and also, oh, here, also, WWE tweeted it. WWE on Twitter, hashtag the OC versus hashtag the Judgment Day at hashtag WWE Crown Jewel. Hmm. With, with a clip of them doing it. All right. Well, I guess if that's on their Twitter, that is official then. So, yeah. I'm also guess... very confused by Gallus's new attire. He's got it, this, like... It's a onesie. Yeah. He's it's got this, weird. like, Shinsuke Nakamura onesie, and I don't like it. He's, yeah. He's, 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 a too, he's a too much of a big man for that. Like, yeah, he, he looks like, like fucking gold dust. Yeah, he's way too big for that. Um, apparently Hangman got injured at uh, Dynamite. Oh, 
Update on page falling injury is AW. Yeah, stretchered out of during AW main event. Moxley wins due to referee stoppage. Click on what the fuck? Oh, is this the show that was in Cincinnati? Yeah, the one tonight. Uh, Tyson Moxley headline anticipated match between Moxley and Page. Hangman earned opportunity. Blah blah blah. However, match had an abrupt ending when Moxley hit Page. With a King Kong lariat and Page landed awkwardly on his head and neck. Referee at ringside, uh, physician Paul Turner immediately came to check on Page. Uh, they determined that he was unfit to compete, and the match was called off. Yeah, he said that. Um, said that it, it appeared he suffered possibly a concussion. Even M- MJF tweeted prayers for Hangman. Big oh, man, E. Makes- tweeted praying for hangman a lot of people I, have I, I wonder if maybe he he broke his neck because like the way I, I don't see a video of it anywhere but the way it made it sound is like he landed on his head uh actually i just found the video it's on uh it's on nodq.com uh, i swear god this seems to be a porn site we real mad it's not a fucking porn site it sounds like it it doesn't I mean, it kind of sounds like something that like bring up. Yeah, it looked more like the contact contact from Moxley because he didn't land on his neck or he kind of landed on the side of his face. It looks like he got knocked out more than anything. Uh, Pains and comments. Review times. Water flare. Moxley, stop confirmed. There we go. So they have too many ads. I can't fucking see anything. Uh, I found this on Twitter. I'll just, I can probably. No, I think I, I just found it where they have the replay. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's so fast. I mean, he did land on his head kind of awkwardly too. He landed, he landed on the side of his face though. It didn't look like he. But like, but like the way he lands, like his head took all of that impact because his head's the, his face is the first thing to land. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. I think it might be more of like a knocked out concussion thing more than is like a broken neck thing. I don't know. Cause then his head looks like it. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it, you wait, you wait. Cause he's still like twisting on the way down. So it looks like his legs were still trying to go forward after his head hit the ground. Yeah. Which, yeah, that could be real bad. He also Moxley. He tried to do. It looked like he tried to do like a fallaway slam off the top rope, and Moxley kind of landed on it. He got. I don't know. He got away from it. He just took a big back bump off the top rope, though. I wonder if he. I wonder if it was just a combination of a lot of things kind of concussed him a little bit there. Yeah, I don't know. he tried to to like you know sell it where he did like a flip and he just didn't get the full rotation. Unfortunately, before he hit the ground. Yeah, and it looks like MJF kind of stepped up and cashed in his chip for full gear and kind of maybe ended the show a little bit better than having well, good at least. Hangman just laying there dead. Because we, we all know yeah, that would have been a fucking terrible note to go on, so at least they fucking pivoted. And I hope Hangman's okay because like, wow. So I, I don't mean to be laughing, I just saw something funny, I'll explain here in a second, but go ahead. Because <laughs> okay. like, wow, I, I, if, if the rumors of him, you know, not wanting to take advice from anybody are true it's unfortunate but he's talented and i like him mm-hmm. uh, i hate the way he's booked but i i really enjoy everything he does so hopefully he's okay yeah i guess even if, even if i hate him i hope he's okay but still 
Yeah, I, I hope he's okay too. I mean, I, you know, you never want to see anybody get hurt like that, and yeah. and you know it's serious when you got other people, other wrestlers tweeting at him. Yeah, if you got like MJF that, so. saying fucking prayers for Hangman, then you know it's gotta be. Yeah. So yeah, that's him towing that line, man. He's trying to be a WWE guy. So it looks like Renee did a backstage segment with um, the acclaimed and Billy, and uh, Billy awkwardly put up two fingers, and Renee just pushed his hand down and shook her head. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, then she tweeted no scissoring no scissoring and no lawsuits on my watch <laughs> <laughs> oh man that's a funny gif anyway um so uh yeah man hopefully hangman will be okay um you know i guess uh there's no easy way to transition into this but the only other thing i want to talk about was was bray wyatt and his return on smackdown uh, I thought it was really interesting. Not at all what I expected it to be. You know, the the whole one, the, the music was awesome, but it was a little jarring because I wasn't expecting it because it wasn't yeah. a it wasn't a new version of Catching Flies. You know, uh, and just the fact that he was himself. I mean, he, the and you could tell he was emotional, man. You could catch like the the fluttering in his voice, mm-hmm. and but they still had to end it on that on that kind of cliff cliffhanger with with seeing the face on the screen and just knowing that there's something else coming so what were your thoughts on that i i it's not what i expected and i i don't know how to feel about it like i i if it was genuine genuine i am i'm here for it but i don't know he's such a good storyteller i feel like there's gotta be more to it than that i i don't know i i think i think more than anything you know, we've seen all these different creative versions of, of Bray Wyatt that, that have come from the head of Wyndham Rotunda, but we've never seen Bray Wyatt yeah. himself. We've seen his inter- his internal struggles. Um, We might get more of the same of that. Like, maybe we do get more him in his presentation and in his appearance. Uh, that song is called Shatter, by the way, which I thought that was kind of interesting, you know, with all his different yeah. personalities and stuff like that. Especially um, if the Wyatt Six faction is going to be a thing. Like, it's a psyche shattered into all the different variations. Yeah, right. And, and, you know, maybe and that's the music for that version of Bray. And, you know, you, you got the other music for the other characters. But, uh, yeah, man, I don't know. It's, it's a tough call on what they're going to do. I, I love the... I guess I love the, the 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 honesty of it. I love the mm-hmm. you know the fact that they didn't just end it that way, and they still kind of gave you that intriguing. Um, I, I don't know if you've seen it, but they they play um, they've been playing this advertisement for SmackDown, and somebody like on Twitter had posted like, "I can't believe they're running this ad for SmackDown, and they're not even advertising Bray Wyatt." But then at the end, you see a flash of that 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 mask. And like, mm-hmm. oh, never mind. <laughs> like, oh, they are going to continue this story, so we're going to learn more on SmackDown. But I'm just kind—I don't know—I'm just curious of where it goes. Like, I—it's—it's it's just really interesting to me how you know we still don't know, and we don't need to know. You know what I mean? I guess that—that's the fun of it. Like, there's no, there's no rumors to, to lead you into the direction. There's no foreshadowing or anything like that. Like, it's literally just bray and you have this mysterious character that we don't know you know we know all of his characters but we don't know this mysterious one that that's flashing on the screen 
you know, and, and a Plot lot of people, twist. it's, it's IRS. A lot of people think his name's going to be uncle howdy because apparently WWE <laughs> trademarked that, but they also <laughs> trademark, they also trademarked the name uncle Harper supposedly. So, and then sometimes I wonder if WWE just trademarks stupid shit like that just to fuck with people. This <laughs> be like yeah cause, cause like, they know... like we got my throw around we've got like a a budget pull for trademarks let's let's uh yeah and you don't know for you, you don't know for sure that just because they trademark that that it has to do with the firefly funhouse that could be for another character completely different that has nothing or to it could do be with like something like some other subsidiary that they own that they're doing things for that has nothing to do with we yeah i sure do um i, mean, I uncle, really want i feel I, like i really want to be uncle howdy now though yeah i feel like uncle harper will be a part of the Bray Wyatt thing. I could I could almost see Uncle Harper being like a, a Firefly Funhouse character or something like that. Yeah, like he's 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 just a a, a dude who pretends to be Vincent Man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that would be great. Because they can't have the Vince pump it anymore, so that would be yeah. awesome if you had <laughs> Yeah, you've got Uncle Uncle Harper who who snacks around and throws paper at people. <laughs> that would be awesome. Cody Cody comes back and Uncle Harper's Fucking beats his ass and takes his belt. They have a dog collar match. (laughs) (laughs) So, so side note, I found a shirt I need to own. I didn't realize I like. I I saw that. I went and looked up that gift that you told me about of Renee. I want the new acclaimed shirt with the scissor. The AW logo. Yeah, Yeah. it's acclaimed every Wednesday. I want that. Yeah, I like it. Uh the hell they're not messing around tonight somebody posted they're not messing around tonight and put hulk hogan with nxt logo that didn't happen (laughs) Uh, all right well i mean that's honestly about it for me man i I don't have anything else you got anything um are we not going to discuss the fact that uh jay was told to stay behind to help sammy win his match and he actually fucking did Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that story. And the way he did it was really cool too. Well, because he didn't help him on Raw. He he mm-hmm. fucked him over on Raw, and then um, but then yeah, then he helped him on SmackDown. But then then not even acknowledging it, like saying I did that on my own. You were not. Yeah. You didn't help me like that. I thought that yeah. was pretty interesting too. But yeah, but dude, I that, love the way he did it though, where he fucking did that like slide to the rope and kicked him to that was roll over the way as hell. That was yeah, so fucking, fucking smooth fucking beautiful masterpiece work right there yeah that was absolutely smooth and um you know roman taking solo and saying all right i'm we're out you know leaving jay there i thought that was interesting too um trying to think like that dude that storyline has just been so damn freaking good like it's still just every week it's it's getting better whether roman's there or not he doesn't even have to be at this point because they their presence is so big and they talk about him as if he's there and, and, mm-hmm. and everything they do is his bidding. It's, it's just, it's just great. It, it was weird not seeing them on raw this week, like, you know, yeah, <laughs> like not that they needed to be, but it was just, you know, you, you just get used to seeing them on every show now. Now, also, Logan... uh, fucking Seth making the United States title fucking mean something again. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he had a fucking great match and then um with riddle again which was a little annoying but it is what it is and then he like managed to kind of re- rebuild um ali 
because both yeah. times that Ali's been like on screen with him, he hasn't really had the fans support behind him like he used to. Mm-hmm. So it's it's nice that like by the end of it, the fans were like all for it when he came out to, yeah, to yeah. like attack him after at the end of the show. What do you think or of the Miz, the Miz Dexter Loomis thing? The fact that Miz uh, attacked him and they, they didn't get to have that match. Um, I mean, what, I, I feel like this is getting drawn out too much, but the only thing that's saving it is the fact that Gargano came out and or, or walked up to him and was like, the way to make this end is to fucking tell the truth and, you know. Yeah, like there's a secret, something mm-hmm. that we don't know about. And yeah, that that did kind of save it a little bit. And I, I'm curious now what what's what's happening there. And Gargano was fucking hilarious in those segments too, especially when he yeah. had the whistle on. And he goes, "Oh, this is kind of an accessory, but I will blow the whistle on you." Yeah. <laughs> so He's like, like I, Clevelander, I'm Clevelander. In... Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to help you. Uh, so I'm like, I'm I'm still interested. But they need to need to wrap it up sooner rather than later because I'm not interested enough to where I want to fucking wait until like Survivor Series to find out. Yeah, no, I I agree with you, and it sounds like they're probably going to have a match at Crown Jewel as well. So maybe they'll finally get the the blow off to this whole story at that point in time. But I don't know. All right, is there anything else I missed? Sorry, I egregiously missed the whole Sami Zayn. I know. Yeah, we, I, fucking I, honorary Oos is I one think, of the best things in wrestling, and you I think, fucking missed it. I think it. it's because we we talked about Raw last week, so we had talked about what happened on Raw well, on the mm-hmm. last episode. I I forgot about what happened on SmackDown though, so I appreciate you reminding me that because that was smooth as hell when when fucking yeah. Jay honestly had had that not happened that the way it did, I probably wouldn't have remembered because I'm never this prepared. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's true very true alright well maybe next week we'll get Kevin's take on some of this stuff if he decides to grace us with his presence probably won't <laughs> cause he's a bitch <laughs> alright well hey man uh, thanks for joining me this week uh, you got anything you want to talk about I know you went to a toy show this weekend did you get uh, get any good content for Modern Toy Fair no uh nate wants to do toy hunts and like film them and then i'll edit them and stuff but i do not have the balls to walk around with a a camera and record and talk to myself while i'm shopping unfortunately so i feel like it'd be a good good time to interview people though like oh no you do not want to go up to random people in a store and and try to interview them about toys that just that's just asking for (laughs) no um but toy hunts are a very big thing on YouTube, so I'd love to have them integrated to the the channel. But it's going to be reliant on Nate doing it because I, I unfortunately have not hit that stage in my life where I don't care and I don't like people. So it's like a, a double negative. I, I, if I go into a store, look at toys, I, I go to the section, there's nothing there, I'm out. Like I'll spend less than five minutes in a Target unless there's something there I want. So <laughs> I, I'm not about spending you know, five, 10 minutes walking around with a camera and talking to myself like, look at the Hot Wheels. Now look at the wrestling figures. Wow, they don't have anything. Um, so, yeah. I, th- I but- thought it was interesting that the Garganos were there considering they're both under contract with WWE now, but they might, maybe that's something they had booked before they signed the contract since it's in Ohio and all that. It's possible. Because um, they were the only active I mean, WWE th- superstars that were there, right? Everybody else was AEW or independent. Yeah. That's true. He said Dan yeah, can... ha- Danhausen was there. He was there last year. Um, yeah, Danhausen, Ethan Page, Cross, uh, and Scarlet were there last year. I know that. 
yeah, Evil Uno and Ten were there. Um, who else was there? Or the Acclaim there? Um, no, sadly. I would have at least scissored them. Like well, you Jason weren't able did. to. They could have got sued. Uh, this was before they got... No, I guess it was the, the Saturday after they got, <laughs> uh, got sued. Um, the uh, Swoggle was there. Oh, okay. You know, uh, Swoggle wrestled in North Canton. That doesn't surprise me. We had Main uh, Main Street Festivals, like this big thing they do every summer. And um, my daughter was a part of the high school band, so they, they did a performance there. And as we were leaving, they were setting up a ring. and But we, we had to leave. We couldn't stay, unfortunately. But apparently one of the wrestlers for that show that they did on the street was Swoggle. I was like, ah, oh, damn, I could have seen Swoggle. That's hilarious. But Yeah, it, it's funny because like, he, he's in um, – back when I used to, to – uh, watch the Mabel major Mark podcast with trash can Cardona. Um, he was notorious in their videos to always being late to his signings. And he definitely lived up to that hype because he, <laughs> he rolled up like five minutes before the VIP, like people who paid like the extra $10 to get in an hour early, um, got let in. Oh, and I'm like, yep, that seems right. But a funny thing is Gargano and uh, Candice were running late. They didn't get there until probably half hour, half hour or to an hour after it, op- it opened. Huh? Well, where were they? I wonder where they were with WWE though. Yeah. They were probably doing something or even then might've just been in traffic or something mm-hmm. with their kid or something. Yeah, that's true. So maybe they had to drop the, the kid off at the dad's pizza shop before they, before they headed out yeah. there. Probably, but yeah, he's super nice guy. Like when I passed, he he like sits there and has like full conversations with people. There was some kid who apparently like went and saw him at another place a couple of years ago, and he fucking remembered his name and shit. And oh wow! Had like a conversation with him. I was just like, holy shit! Good for you, Johnny Gargano. Yeah, You're a good dude. Yeah, yeah, super impressive. All right, well, my mouth is starting to kill me, so I'm gonna go ahead and wrap. Must be from sucking up. all that dick. Oh, the one thing I did want to mention. How about that? So I've been to that venue where you were at for the Toy Ohio. How about that uh, that neighborhood right across the street? That little. Uh, uh, I'm not gonna lie. I didn't really pay attention. We uh, pulled in and got out of the car and sat in the cold for an hour while we were for like yeah, probably about an hour while we is, waited to get in. There is a really like trashy like apartment complex. Like it's a like a it's almost like a single floor like a Motel Six type thing, but it's like an apartment complex. Like right in. It basically shares a parking lot with that venue, and mm-hmm. it is like I was there for a wedding, and the night before the wedding, and the night during the wedding, like they had to call the like people had to call the cops because the shit that was going on in that. <laughs> it doesn't surprise me. I mean, hell, the guy who's yeah. standing next to us in line, fucking Wes, uh, decided to start a conversation with because he's very clearly wanted to like he didn't have anyone with him, and he very clearly wanted to you know chat with us since uh-huh. we were sitting there talking. So Wes finally included in the conversation and regret it because this dude was the generic crybaby on the internet about any toy ever. And me and him got into it about the the Hasbro HasLab um, that's going on. But just the look of him and the way he talked about some of the wrestling stuff, I'm like, I bet he watches GCW. <laughs> way, to, way to stereotype him. All right, cool. Well, hey, uh, thank you guys for listening to this week's episode of the show. Um, Michael, do you want to talk about when Modern Toy Fair is going to air next? Yes. So make sure to head over to youtube.com forward slash Modern Toy Fair. This week's review is already up on Monday. We will have the replay of last week's Only Figs. 
on i guess for us tomorrow but wednesdays and then our weekly podcast on fridays i uh, don't know what we're talking about this week yet probably should figure that out since we're recording tomorrow uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> but probably. yeah go check go check that out and of course check us out twitch.tv forward slash modern toy fair where we do our weekly live stream and talk about what toys we bought usually bullshit and let things get off the rails even more than so than they do on here and and head over to Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Modern Toy Fair. And, of course, uh, go to tpo.com and search Modern Toy Fair Gimmick Minute for all sorts of different shirts with our logos on them and other shit that I have on there as well. All right. Thank you for that. This has been the Gimmick Minute Wrestling Podcast for Michael and, well, fuck, Kevin's not here, but I'm Jason <laughs> reminding all of you smarks out there to be a fan and always live the gimmick. Goodbye, everybody.